You're listening to the Incomparables Total Party Kill podcast in which a group of friends play Dungeons and Dragons on the internet for your amusement. This is episode number 235, posted April 2020. Non-Union Ghosts. Welcome back to Total Party Kill. I am your Dungeon Master, Tony Sindelar. Today we are continuing the adventures of the Dog and Pony Show. Why have they come to Barovia, a land they've escaped and now been sentenced to some kind of horrible imprisonment in? Why have they gone to a church in a spooky town? Why is the ground outside glowing? For answers to questions such as these, let us play Dungeons & Dragons right now, you nerds. Uh, joining us, it's the Dog & Pony uh, Show regulars. Uh, let me introduce them, and they will tell you their character names. Uh, first off, it's Aline Sims. You ask a lot of good questions. Um, I'm playing, <laughs> as ever, Imra Soliana and her beloved pal, Androdite. Imro is joined by, well, not Micah Sargent. Micah Sargent's here representing <laughs> another person that he'll introduce right now. Yes, you are joined by, I'm joined, we're joined by Elevor, <laughs> the half-elf <laughs> druid character who likes to turn into other animals. And uh, Micah and Aline are joined by long-time A Dog and Pony Show player, Erica Ensign. Hi, Erica. Hello, I am playing Broldish, still the uh, the dwarf who wanted to be a cleric and didn't quite make it, so as a paladin instead. And I have a pony. It's very important. Very important. Pony Sindelar. Mm-hmm. Uh, also joining us, the former dungeon master of the Dog and Pony Show, now disgraced and resigned to the lowly fate of a player. It's Dan Moore. <laughs> I was deposed. <laughs> this coup. Uh, you asked I... me to run an adventure so that you could play in it. <laughs> No one needs to know that. <laughs> oh, I like the drama version. This comes better. right from the top. <laughs> I am playing a new associate of the Dog and Pony Show crew. I am playing Cast in Onatar's Crucible, a Warforged cleric. And your friends call you Crucible. They do. They do, because my okay. other name is a little unwieldy. And last but not least, a new challenger arrives. It's Jane Ritt. Hi, Jane. Hi, I'm playing Lena Dulina, a mysterious denizen of these lands. Well, in our previous session, uh, you arrived in Barovia. You committed to helping move a corpse, you know, classic hour two stuff on a Tuesday. Uh, And you spent the night in a church. It is still that night that you are spending. Uh, Things in that church are not great. There is something strange in the basement that you've talked to the priest about, the priest being Father Donovich. Um, You have spent time watching over the corpse of one former Burgermeister, Word I'm going to say. Uh, former Burgermeister. Uh, let me make sure I get the name of the Burgermeister correct. Uh, Kolyan Indirovich, uh, while his two adult children sleep nearby, that being uh, Ismark Kolyana and Arena Kolyana. Um, unfortunately, the Burgermeister expired recently uh, in somewhat mysterious uh, circumstances. It was attributed to the devil, uh, as you do. Uh, and so you you spent the first half of the night listening to screaming coming from the basement, and everything was great until the uh, ground outside the church started glowing green. And I believe that is where we left off. So, what will we do next, Dungeon and Dragon nerds? Does everybody else see the ground glowing? That is most unusual. 
Definitely not normal. I've never seen anything quite um, like it. Not even for these lands. I'm going to uh, try a perception check. Mm-hmm. It's just a five, five. Wait. Eleven. Okay, that's better than five. It's an eleven. Hmm. Okay. Uh, you feel uh, pretty confident, Imra, that the ground is green. Uh, and glowing. With green light, and that this is... Uh, well, you know, supernatural, supernatural or magical in origin. Yeah. Uh, it does not seem like it's phosphorescent moss or <laughs> plant life or some animal that you are familiar with. And I'll even say it looks like perhaps things are starting to kind of uh, move up through the ground and the light is getting more intense. So Ooh. what is the situation with these windows? How clearly can we see through them and how large are they? Uh, they're stained glass windows. This church is somewhat modest, so they're not big. I suspect the you're kind of seeing through some of the parts that are either clear or are missing panes. Yeah. Uh, but, so you're kind of getting like a green glow coming in, uh, just barely illuminating the the uh, um, the edges of the church. Does that seem? Yep. That so makes sense. So peeking outside, what does the situation look like? Do you want to go to the doors of the church and oh, leave? Dear. I'd like to peek through a window. <laughs> a leading question. <laughs> yeah, let's. <laughs> Does anyone else want to go to the front door of the church and unbar it and cast the doors open? Oh, yeah. No, I really no. like the window idea. <laughs> yeah. All no. right. Uh, Lena Delina, why don't you uh, approach one of the windows of your choice and yeah. give me a perception roll? Uh, Imra, I'll assume you were doing something similar. Yes. Uh, 18. All right. Uh, you look out and you see uh, it is indeed it looks like it's specifically kind of the ch the graveyard behind the church is glowing. It's mm. not all of the terrain mm -hmm. around the church, but, you know, the graveyard north of it. And yeah. it looks like um, there are ghostly figures glowing green rising up from the graveyard. And you would say many dozens and dozens can scores i make and scores if you will can i make a religion check to see if i know what these particular undead i'm assuming fiends mm -hmm. are sure uh i got a 10 uh, i'm going you to know oh do sorry the same. you want to do something brothers go for it i'm gonna i'm just gonna do the same religion okay and that is not a lot better What's we'll assume that oh, everyone has kind of found a found a window <laughs> yeah. that they are peering 13. out 13. 13 and 10. Uh, it, I'm going to say that it seems like these uh, these things are incorporeal, and so you could probably con conclude that they are probably some kind of ghost or restless spirit, as opposed to a zombie, a ghoul, a skeleton. Uh, I, can, I can name a lot of undead things, keep so going, I'm gonna going to stop now. <laughs> so, How many can you name? Uh, a ghast. Um, I am a ghast. Uh, so... <laughs> A white. Uh, so, um, so in terms of their demeanor, <laughs> do they look angry? Happy? Do they look roving? Do they, they look, look like they're having a good time? They look they? tired. Um, they look, especially as, as you, you're starting to see them now, more and more of them are kind of like pulling themselves out of the, the, the grave and kind of floating in pa place over the, uh, the places where perhaps they were interred, or at least their spirits are tethered. Um, and they do not look like kind of the, the average people of Barovia, little Barovia, that you've seen, or Lena Delina in your case. 
Big Barovia. Um, they look actually kind of kind of like adventurers, kind of like you. Uh, you know, they're 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 clad in armor and capes and leather and metal, and they have great swords and bows and arrows and axes. Are they really that great? Wizards with they're okay. Uh, wizards with uh, long beards and strange pointed hats, and they seem to be kind of like just kind of gathering their things, uh, looking around at where they're going. Um, and it looks like a few kind of on the, the edge of the graveyard have started marching out of the graveyard. Down In what the road, direction? South. So they're kind of, they have to take the long way around the building, but they're, they're So they're not south. coming to, like for us, basically. They do, they do right. not seem, if they either seem oblivious to your existence or unaware of it or uh, disinterested. Isn't that the same thing? <laughs> Probably. <Is> there, <laughs> now, you mentioned the front doors. Dan, I, I would like... <laughs> Sorry. I would, Where's I that like, dungeon master to dungeon master courtesy? <laughs> yeah, whatever. <Erica. laughs> uh, so you mentioned the front door. I'm not throwing it open. Um, mm. But does it have any... Uh, is there like a window in it or some way that we could look to see? Are they continuing farther to the south? Or are there no windows in the front of the church? The front door is just a big, heavy, wooden set of double doors, and it has been barred, and the church was not designed to watch ghosts head from south to north, or from north to south. More and more of the spirits are rising up out of the graveyard, gathering their things, Crucible and will head for the south. door, and he will, once there, turn around and say, I am going to investigate further, but if you would like to stay inside, please bar the door after me. Oh, no, my God. man. You can't go by yourself. What's your deal? <laughs> Crucible, from where you're standing by the door, you can conti- you can hear the continual screaming of the creature in the basement. Mm-hmm. Ah! Just I, I will go along with you uh, if, if, if you're going to go outside. I don't think anybody should go outside by themselves. I think maybe everybody should stay inside, but you look like you maybe have your mind made up. They look like they're deceased adventurers, and I fear that if you leave, you will soon join them. Ooh, nice way of putting that. I am merely interested in such a unique phenomenon. Do they not have ghosts where you come from? (laughs) Well, not with such organization in my experience. (laughs) Our ghosts are not union. (laughs) (laughs) I I think it's a really bad idea. I agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah, can we maybe convince you to, to stay inside? You have no interest in knowing where they are going with such alacrity? Okay, now we've got the thesaurus out. Well, I admit I am kind of curious <laughs> about that. <laughs> uh, how far are we from, like, town? Uh, not far. Like, a, short, a very short walk. So and if the are... ghosts began to, like, massacre townspeople, we would hear that? <laughs> Probably. You're with, yeah, I would say when okay. you're within the screams of massacre range. <laughs> I feel like maybe the best course of you have, action... If you it, abs- is, it, is, it is silent. They have right. no footsteps. There is, there is just the sound of, you know, the wind at night. Uh, town, quiet, you know, middle of the night. So, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe we should wait until all of the ones, that, the ghosts that are going to go have gone, and then we can open the door and peek after them and see what direction they went how many how many more are they still continuously coming yes you've seen dozens and dozens climbing out of uh out of the ground gathering their like things going out in the middle of marching off of that mass would maybe be dangerous 
I mean, he, I'm not I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of itching for a battle, but even like that's too many. That's too many. Do, wow. Are any of your animal companions skilled in tailing prey or do you have any means of investigating them without being detected? We don't know Pony's backstory, but maybe Pony Sindelar is a detective. <laughs> <laughs> Pony Sindelar, consulting detective. He <laughs> wearing a deerstalker. It was very strange. Yeah. Is it possible for us to at least open the door and get a look at where they are headed? I could become a bird and just follow along with them. Oh, that's true. Wait, I think. Hold on. Let me see. <laughs> can you, you turn can into you an it? octopus and you can't turn into a bird? For oh, sure? wait, no, I can't. What? I have no fl- I have no flying speed until eighth level, but I could become a rat and follow them. That's I- true. Oh, okay. There are lots I've, of rats in Barovia. I feel like a rat would blend right in in this place. Yes. Um, how does everyone feel about that? Splitting the party! <laughs> <laughs> well, we you would... could also just open the front door. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. No, wait, a rat, how are we a rat can find a place to scurry out. Come yeah, on. Ra- there's, there's plenty of uh, gaps in the foundation here Ghosts in this church. Ghosts can go through doors. Oh, that's also true. <laughs> Are you yeah. selling everybody but, on the idea they should reroll ghost characters, dude? I'm, I'm learning so much. <laughs> then this whole door thing wouldn't be a problem. It's true. You guys are really okay. limited by your corporeal nature. Elevor <laughs> looks around at everybody and says, if we're curious about where they're going and we aren't feeling too keen on getting ourselves in danger, I have no problem um, turning into one of my mini beasties uh, and following along with um, with this group. Uh, just call me Rotovore, if that's what you'd like. <laughs> I am concerned that in the form of a rat, you might find yourself defenseless should the spirits turn on you. Yes, if they turn on you, turn back into a human and scream. Yeah, that's what I'll do. That's Although a I can't, great I am plan. not a human, uh, so I'll turn into a half a human. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes. Wow, wow, <clears throat> that is wow, Lena Tulina. She's Classic from Barovia. Racism. They don't have elves yeah. and stuff. <laughs> they've they've got some. You just are, you know, you've had a very sheltered existence. So, yes, that's true. And with that, you see Elevore just like shrink down into this tiny, adorable little rat, and he's his little whiskers are all. Beep, 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 and he's making cute little squeaky sounds. And I know there's a Canadian here, so please don't hurt me. Um, uh, Albertan specifically. Yeah, rats are allowed in Canada, yes, just not true. in Alberta. Before uh, uh, Rotor can scurry off, Crucible mm-hmm. crouches down behind him and gives him a pat on the head. Uh, and you see a slight glow uh, <gasps> as he says, "Perhaps if you need this, I may be of service." So uh, I've bestowed guidance upon you. So the next time, if you need to make an ability check uh, in the next uh, minute or so, then. I will. You'll get a D four bonus. Excellent. So we'll say I that there's some... a little convenient rat sized cartoon door next to the uh, <laughs> the main doors. You know nice. your perfect little U shaped hole in the baseboard. Uh, so Elavor, if you would like, you can slip right out, and you're out on the steps of the church. Such Boom. a bad idea. So bad. So Elavor, uh, while you were discussing your plan, it's clear that more and more ghosts have joined this spectral procession um give me a quick perception math from a rat check definitely can do is that like a kiss from a rose (laughs) 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 well there are certainly a lot of graves (laughs) Uh, let's see plus 
Uh, that's 14. Uh, I would say just by some quick rat math, you would guess that there are now several hundred ghosts uh, marching. And you can see that they are not marching toward they are kind of just barely going into town you can see now that there's a procession they seem to be moving i mean they're they're supernatural right they're ghosts um yeah but even for ghosts they are moving very fast and they are glowing with this intense green light and you can almost see like a line of them disappearing into the distance as they've marched kind of south from the church from the graveyard and then headed out of town and into the woods, uh, the smallest woods. woods outside um, Little Barovia, and up the mountain. And you can see this green glowing line of ghostly adventurers snaking up the mountain toward the castle on the <sighs> peak above Little Barovia. I want to scurry toward the mountain. Well, the mountain is uh, quite a ways away, uh, so it would take you probably the better part of a day to climb okay, the mountain. Okay, then I don't want to do that. Um, can I try to get close to one of these? Sure, like there's, a, there's a dozens clump? of them just streaming past the, you know, within, we'd say, let's say they're like, they're basically passing 40 or 50 feet from the front, front door of the church. Okay, so I'm just like here now, mm-hmm. sort of just like looking up at them. Yep. Um, your little um, rat hanging let me, out in the brush. Uh, how about uh, what do you what do you think there, Tony guy? You think an arcana check? You think in a, a, a religion check? I can, I can do either for you. I feel I feel like is this, this is the more... rat voice. This is the rat voice. <laughs> yeah, this is the rat voice. See? <laughs> hey, Tony boy. <laughs> Well, you went there, huh? now, you wanna... Micah, you gotta be careful. You do these things, then you're stuck doing them every time you're a rat. Let me oh, tell you, well, I played that game and I lost. Oh, um, Professor Rat. I heard of you, Professor Rat. Mm. Uh, Professor Rat. All right. Uh, Gamma World Callback. Uh, so, non-Professor Rat, uh, rat, uh, rat grad student, give me a religion check. I'm gonna give you a religion check, and I'm also gonna add plus four to it. Mm-hmm. Well, not plus four, but plus uh, D4. Because you're guided by... Because I got guidance. Crucible. All right, we got... Wow! <laughs> uh, you said religion? Mm-hmm. That's going to be 19... That's going to be 23. Ooh. These seem to be the souls of former adventurers who seem to be trapped here in Barovia now. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, there's a variety of religions and you have different ideas about what happens to souls. And due to the complicated uh, nature of theology in Dungeons and Dragons, where, you know, gods do specific works that give you like magical powers, uh, you, you know, you have different ideas about where people go when they die. But apparently these people uh, eternally are uh, kind of rematerialize in a graveyard behind a church in Barovia and march up the hill, up the mountain, to the castle, to die again in a fight with the devil. The afterlife okay. sucks. Interesting. Rotovor wants to do one last they thing look, before he returns to his group. You know, their, their gear looks kind of like heroic and impressive, but their faces just look so very tired. And, you know, I mean, they look kind of dead-eyed, which, you know, they're, they're dead, so that's not like, that's not offensive, right? Um, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to, uh, Rotovor wants to do one scurry check to see if he can actually, like, is it corporeal? Can I climb mm-hmm. up it? Sure. So, scurry check. 
I'm sorry, screwy check. That's thank, what I mean. This, thank you. This whole time, I have I've uh, gone up to the altar and I am praying to Hala for the safety of my friend Elavor. Okay, I got a two on that there screwy check. Uh, you know, it's hard to tell if you're bad at scurrying, uh, but you're a t- you kind of tumble through one of the ghosts in a way that suggests that they're not they're not there, but also maybe you're just the clumsiest rat ever. Um. Yeah, scurrying was new for me. Uh, uh, Rotovor, the me. clumsiest rat. Saturdays at nine. Great. <laughs> Great children's book. Uh, okay, well, I think that I'm gonna. I don't think I can really gain anything else from this since it would take me forever to go mm-hmm. go toward the castle. So I guess I'll just uh, scurry on back inside. And yeah, they they seem to be kind of like as they are marching, picking up. You watch them like picking up speed, and it's it's almost like they're like sprinting more than sprinting as the the stream of ghosts climbs up the mountain. So yeah. All right. Uh, because it has been like, you know, less than an hour and you can already see even from this distance, the, the line of of green ghostly figures reaching the the top of the mountain and where the, the castle is. So I'm going to stay in rat form for now. Um, that does make it hard to communicate with your friends. It does. However, we already established that there was some window looking outage happening. Sure. So they very well could have seen that I was doing this at the ghost and maybe it was a bad scurry or maybe there was no way to get up the the rat i mean the rat the person but um other than that uh yeah i don't really think that there's any other knowledge that Mm-mm. i could pass along because we can very easily see that they're all heading in one way mm-hmm. so and basically so, that was pointless is what i'm saying well you know lots of things are pointless here in barovia big barovia that's true <laughs> uh and so you return to the church the place where someone continues to scream in the basement. Ah, feed me. <laughs> I'm hungry. Ah! Um, the, uh, the body of the Burgermeister lays by the altar. Uh, Irina and Ismark have somehow continued to sleep through the screaming. <laughs> wow. Through They're the, used through to the it. Uh, spectral march- marching of, of the ghosts. Yeah. They probably Ismark, have been up surprising. for a couple days. Yeah. Ismark is, you know. It seems likely that they probably had not slept in several days. So, right. uh, you, you know, you could have woken them up. Um, you hear... <laughs> Listen uh, to all this fun screaming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Check it out. Now you Misery can go back to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can hear the sound of, of Father Donovich kind of uh, praying softly in, in his, his his chambers. Um, Wait, is he in what? his chambers or his son's chambers? Because I think on the map he's... Oh, I think now. perhaps the last we saw me was in his son's chamber. So he's in his son's <laughs> chambers at the kneeling at the the foot of the bed, kind of softly uh, praying to himself. Are there clocks in Barovia? Like what? What time is it? Uh, there are not clocks in Barovia. There's a sundial. We, Barovia. We're going to establish that there are many things lacking in 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 Barovia. One of them, clocks. Clocks. Okay. Please make a list and remind me because I'm making these things up as I go. <laughs> there are no clocks <laughs> in Barovia. Um, it is beer clocks so far no beer no clocks um yeah. so you can't keep watching it um it you suspect it is well into the middle of the night past midnight at this point okay are we gonna mm. try to get some sleep you guys yes please because then i can turn back into should. not a rat in 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 shifts i suggest hmm. yeah and i um i can do i think i need four six hours I don't need a full night. I do six hours and I'm conscious during the entire thing. Spooky. Huh. Okay. So, so we can I, do 
shifts mm-hmm. and then crucible is just crucible the whole time yes. <laughs> he just sort of sits down cross-legged and essentially like low sounds like bug. a meditation pose right mm. uh so are you conscious are you fully like aware of your surroundings yes okay that's pretty useful i can that's see in here as normal just gonna make a note here harder to murder them in their sleep yeah Hey, Tony, how do you like this uh, cautious party? <laughs> figure I out don't... how to destroy Crucible first. Is I'm just going to write that down here. So I don't need to sleep. I meditate for four hours a day semi-consciously. I don't know what semi-consciously right. means in this context. Crucible but... and Imra just like do the slowly like high five well. Yeah, you're just like over the course of your period. Yeah, of Very, yeah six hours slow <laughs> high five. <laughs> Imra would not do that. <laughs> for the record i'm having trouble picturing it. please do not leave me hanging <laughs> so some of your less uh, magical compatriots here may have the challenge in that you have now stayed up very late it is probably let's say let's say it's about six hours until dawn um so some of you may not get the benefit of a full rest uh depending on you know but we do your, get a your, short rest yeah you definitely get a short rest Right. And you can sleep in shifts, and Crucible, I guess Crucible can always take a shift, basically. Um, and unless you wish to do anything else, uh, eventually the stream of ghosts comes to an end, and the uh, it, is, it gets a little bit darker, uh, as the, uh, the outside of the church is no longer illuminated by green spectral forces. This is a good time to catch a nap. Surely I won't murder you in your sleep. Yeah, I was trying to figure out, There's some. I have something called natural recovery. Oh, it gets you some of your spell slots back uh, up to a certain number of... It depends on your level and the level of the spell slots, I think. So it says... But it says... This is what's the confusing part. The opening thing says once per long rest during a short rest. Yeah. So once every day during Uh one of the short rests you take during that day. Which is now. Oh. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, it's, I it, see. I see. It's so once I can, per yeah, day, but you I have to do now. it during a short rest. Now I understand. Okay. Yes. So, it, Micah, it, you could it. choose to do that now if you wished. Uh, and unless that, you yeah. want to do anything else while the night progresses, we can uh, we can skip forward uh, to uh, to dawn. How about that? Montage of the non-existing yep. clock moving yeah, forward. Yeah. So quickly. if we if we require eight hours of sleep, we're not getting a full night's rest. Nope. Such okay. is the uh, the punishment of watching Vigil over a former burger. Well, the only spell I cast yesterday was making a pony. So, and that does that pony go away at night or anything, or is the pony forever? Uh, well, the pony is until it dies, and that's that brings up an important question: Do I use the like just the uh, the generic amount of hit points for the pony, or should I roll them? Because it's either eleven po- points or two d eight plus two. That's that's up to you. Do you have? A- I think technically you had to decide that when you summon the pony. Can I ask a dumb question? Where, can you choose where you summon the pony? Like, can you drop ponies on people? <laughs> <laughs> It has to be in an unoccupied space, so maybe yeah, yeah, the air, air is unoccupied. Yeah. <laughs> Does it have to be on the ground? Is what I'm asking. I'm not uh, that I'm giving you any ideas, but this is immediately where my mind went to. Really? Because sounds like an idea. <laughs> no, it just says an unoccupied space within range, uh, and that mm. that range is thirty feet. So yeah. Okay. Um, I'm just I'm just going to point out ponies will take damage when you drop them on people, but also okay. the people will take damage. Oh. All right. Well, I will go with the uh, the generic number of hit points for pony. So pony has 11 hit points, but when I summon another pony after this one dies, <laughs> that one I'll roll for. <laughs> okay. 
I hope you've got a list of ponies picked out for the number of ponies that you're going to burn through. Oh, they're all going to be pony Cindelart. Like, Mm, just, you know. I don't know how I feel about that. And so time (laughs) passes. There's nothing you can do. No, there's, I have no power here. Um, And so time passes. Uh, It is, it is dark and it is quiet here in Barovia. They say that it is darkest before the dawn. That's not true. And in nowhere is it more true than Barovia. Um, because it's darkest in the middle of the night. Just think about it. Think about it. That's what makes sense. But eventually, uh, the rosy fingers of dawn, uh, start to creep in. Father, I don't uh, like that sentence. I'm sorry. <laughs> the fog creeps in on little cat's feet. Oh, um, <laughs> reference acknowledged. So, uh, Father Donovich looking bleary eyed as all get out, uh, appears, um, Ismark and Arena start to kind of like wake wake up, and uh, Fa- Father Donovich appears in the main room of the church and says, "It is time." At last, let's get this done. Yeah, all right. to his feet and gives a nod to the priest. We are prepared right. to do our duty. By the way, Crucible, thanks for hanging out instead of leaving last night. My pleasure. I want to make sure that everybody feels safe and all necessary precautions are taken. I was very brave of you to investigate further. Thanks for that guidance, by the way. You're quite welcome. Uh, so I'm going to assume that you are prepared to assist in moving the, uh, the makeshift uh, coffin out behind the church. There's a waiting yep. spot in the graveyard. Uh, where a grave has already been dug. There's a pile of dirt and some shovels next to it. And uh, point and, of order, and, point of order, Tony. Did you yeah. say waiting or waiting spot? Because that waiting. makes a big difference. Okay, waiting. so it's not a There's swamp. There's a kiddie pool. <laughs> it's not yeah. a swamp cemetery, is it? He's a Barovian way. You know, do not question. <laughs> we don't know what burial rites are like here. Um, it's traditional to have pool party to honor the dead. Um, <laughs> But there's a swamp um, monster in the yes. pool. Right. Well, you know, it's also a traditional Barovian way. Everything is monster. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Father Donovich leads your sad little progression with the, with the six, the five of you, plus Ismark carrying the coffin, followed by a pony, followed by a dog, followed by Arena Koliana. You make your way out to the waiting grave site behind the church, and uh, you help Ismark lower the coffin into the uh, the grave site. And Father Donovich says a few words. Which are? Kolyan Indirovich, you are a good man who did the people of Barovia as good as you could in hard times. May the morning lord watch over you and you find some peace now. And then he, uh, he signals to uh, Ismark and Arena and they pick up shovels and begin to bury their Crucible father. also makes a sign and says... May the blessings of Onatar be upon you, and may you be reforged in the next life. And Brildis says, in Hela's name, may you rest in peace. They share a fist And Elavor... Uh, <laughs> turns into a bird! <laughs> but does not fly. Yeah, it, it is wanted... traditional to have octopus at Barovia funerals. <laughs> One sec, you and... Yes, okay. Uh, Elavor... It's a cantrip. Casts druid craft to make a flower, <laughs> to make a flower blossom at the head of the grave, like next to the gravestone. 
Father in Father Donovich uh, gives each of you kind of a a, a friendly, uh, tired nod and kind of in thanks. Uh, he seems to to appreciate your presence here. Uh, so it takes a little bit of time, um, but it, uh, Ismark and Arena uh, finish filling in the grave, and Father Donovich turns to Ismark and says, "Ismark, the people of Barovia, little Barovia." have not been kind to you. But now they will look to you for leadership and guidance. It's time for you to shape up and do what you can for the town. And then he turns and heads back into the church. All right. So the five of you are just sitting there with brother and sister uh, Indirovich as they smooth the dirt over on their grave. It's raining a little bit, you know, just kind of a, a, a quiet little cold mist falling on you. You know that the father cannot keep his son contained forever. Yeah, I think we should go check that out. Is there anything that that can be done for him? There's only one thing that must be done for him, and that is to relieve him from his bestial form, whatever it may be. I would feel better if the father were on board. To concur with our assessment. And if he's not, he'll try to prevent us from our task. Is it really a task? I mean, he doesn't seem to be doing any harm down there. I mean, as long as he got earplugs. It's because he's contained. I I don't know exactly what's going on there, but I can't imagine that it's anything very good. And what happens when the father is no longer around to look after his son? Ah... He does seem pretty frail. That's yeah. I, I think we should just that. go check it out. Uh, Irina and Ismark are going to head back to their, their to their house, uh, unless you have any further business with them. Get out of here while you can. Is that is that what you're saying to them? <laughs> yep, that's my advice. <laughs> okay, just leave. Uh, Ismark, uh, he kind of you know motions to the five of you, and he says. I thank you for what you have done for my family. The people of Barovia, they uh, maybe they do not believe in me, but maybe now I have a chance. You have you have been kind to me when none others have. Um, I, I cannot thank you enough. It is I never think you can too do late it. to change your ways, young man. I, I will try. Broldish? <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> what, what did Broldish say? <laughs> Just that I think you can do it. No. Oh, I thought you, I thought because, okay, just a, a, a step away, a, a side on the table. I thought, so father said, or they said, um, I cannot thank you enough. And I thought you were going to say, well, you can thank us enough by giving us something. <laughs> That's where you were going with that. I was like, oh my gosh. Um, it, it pains me to ask more of you. You have done so much for me. But should you be departing here from Barovia, little Barovia, anytime soon, uh, perhaps... You could take my sister with you. It is, it is not safe here. The, uh, my family will be watched over by the devil. And he, he looks at the, the, the statue. Or not statue. Haha, <laughs> sorry. I went to the thing I'm to fault afraid of. Um, he looks to <laughs> the castle, which in a way is like a big statue shaped like a house. <laughs> he looks to the castle on the mountain above the town uh, and kind of crosses himself. It is not safe for her here. Maybe she will be safe further away. Maybe, maybe in Valaki. Maybe Kresk. But yes, should you should you be traveling from here, 
you know, if I will assume you have already said no. I've already asked too much of you. But but if you could find the kindness in your heart to take her with you, if she we would be that. willing to even go, it would be it would be for the best for her and for my family, perhaps even for the people at Barovia. Little Barovia. Lena looks him in the eyes and says, "If she stays, it's because she's worried after you. You can prove to her that you will be okay with her gone by not drinking so much wine." By not falling into disrepair. Otherwise, we'll never convince her to come with us. I will, can try. Elevor, I will try. Wait, can... Oh, okay, never mind. Never mind. I was just going to try to support the the persuasion check there, but oh, yeah. it was kind of just rolling. So You I could try. Know. I mean, he is saying it, perhaps. Uh, perhaps actions are different from words. So That's he, true. He could always um, be more convinced, let's say. Yeah, so while Lena was sort of saying those things, Elevor was kind of like counting them in the air. Mm. Um, one, yeah. you could stop drinking Pipe as much man. wine, too. You could start, yeah. <laughs> and then um, I'm going to say um, it's clear that it's clear that this, <laughs> this, or I, I first I'm like, exactly. You should really listen to Lena. It's clear that this place is no longer safe and your best bet and 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 the best bet of the people you care about is to find a new place to call home and then he rolls a persuasion check <laughs> uh that's oh my god wow. i didn't know I was at a plus six persuasion what up wow. 21 wow they uh, all pick up and move yeah <laughs> says, i i will try but the people of the town they they little barovia is all they know and the, the the tales of those who travel on the roads are that it is dangerous and treacherous, and I, I do not know. I will stay here, and I will try and unite the people. But if you are leaving, do not wait for us, because it may take it may take some work. It may take some doing. We have already seen so much, and they are only more entrenched in their ways. Um, my father's death has, has only made them more scared, not more willing to take action. But I see now that this is not a life that we can continue to live here in fear, in the shadow of the devil. Well, if you yeah, are it's sort cons- of like go ahead. no, go ahead. If you are concerned for your sister and she is willing to leave, we would be more than happy. I apologize for speaking out of turn if I'm speaking for the rest of you, but I feel that we would be more than happy to make sure that she is escorted to some other safer location. She can ride pony. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I that that's speaking for me as well, uh, Crucible. Um, I I am happy to uh, help protect this this person. I still feel, you know, in my where I'm from, there's a parable. Um, there's a group of ants, and they every year harvest parables uh, their food, and they stack it piles and piles and piles high. And each year, grasshoppers come, and they take most of the food of those ants. And those ants, time and time again, just give up their food, give up their food, give up their food. Crucible, I'm speaking. And (laughs) the problem with that is that they continued to let this happen. And finally, they decided that enough was enough, thanks to one very clever ant. And they stood up for themselves. And it was hard to, to, to make happen, but they finally had freedom. 
And so what I see right now, Little Barovia, you've kind of placed yourself at the foot of these grasshoppers. In this case, you know, let's go with Hopper is the name of the devil here. You've placed yourself at the foot of Hopper. And all of you ants in this city should just find a new, either, either find a new place to go or stand up and say, listen, you can't have our food stores anymore. That is a wonderful story. Truly, a bug's life is very difficult. Indeed. And one day you too could be a beautiful butterfly. We do not have ants in Barovia, but I will think on this. <laughs> Jane, oh please update the list. <laughs> okay. There aren't any ants Beer in Barovia either. Ants. Well, no ants no clearly. Mm. Mm. That wouldn't make any sense, Dan. Yeah. It's, uh... I should be I should be seeing to some things in town. Good okay. luck. You know, I'm I'm thinking that maybe you don't realize how large the grasshoppers grow here, Elevore. <laughs> Clearly not. Do you have because these people giant are grasshoppers? <laughs> oh god. We have giant everything. Fascinating. In fact, the only thing that should be added to the list is no small things. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, there's some small things. <laughs> uh, I don't like the sound of that. Well, I guess, yeah, are we going to still, you still want to investigate the uh, the sun before we go? I think you need to come to yeah. a consensus as a group about what you want to do. With, sure. Uh, I'm willing to just dis- discuss it and talk to the priest again or whatever. Yeah, I'm curious I'll, to hear, I'll yeah, what do people think about door. it? There is going to be a crying priest who either begs us not to kill his son or attempts physically to stop us. I've seen this before, but whatever's happening with him, it is no existence, and even if the father can't see it, we need to release his son from whatever this is. Well, I found Elevor's discussion with Ismark very persuasive. Perhaps he could attempt to make the father see reason. Perhaps he could make the father see reason while some of us sneak down into the basement. Yeah. (laughs) Elevore pulls out a lute and he sings, I don't like that because it's sketchy and I don't like those sketchy moves. (laughs) I think uh, Spurious Whisperface just got a royalty check. (laughs) (laughs) So I will say like this whole time, Elevore has been very... I don't know. I I think Elevor kind of may has made a little bit of a uh, rapport and relationship with mm. uh, Father uh, Dongle uh, Dongle uh, Dongle. Yes, clearly you're very close. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so I feel like y'all can do that if you want to, but I should not know about it. Oh, Lena has like said this all mm-hmm. kind of out outright. Um, okay. Well and then, Brildish would never try to sneak around behind the back of her pal Elevore. Aww. And Pony would never sneak around behind Pony. <laughs> <laughs> and Amra would never sneak behind a Pony. Well, so- <laughs> pony wouldn't sneak around because we because we can communicate telepathically. So yeah, Pony no is currently stuck in a chair. Uh, yeah. but, pony so, would never so sneak Tony, around because I, Pony's a horse. Tony, could I make any sort of check, religion, arcana, something to know if there is any way to cure the sun. Yeah, because mm. I'm interested in that as well. You probably have to know what. what yeah, that's my thing. Is. Is. 
I mean, we can mm-hmm. assure the father that if we can figure out a way to cure his son, we would do so. But um, I worry very much for the citizens of this town with such a threat literally simmering underfoot. Crucible, do you want to give me a, I would say probably a religion check? Sure. That was a 17. Uh, Crucible, I am going to tell you uh, that when a, you know, it seems like you have not seen this this creature yourself, but based upon what Father Donovich has told you, uh, if he is an undead creature, one can't really come back from that. Okay. And especially he has Mm -hmm. been in the state he has been in for quite some time. So, I mean, probably from your perspective... He is really he is he is a monster that happens to look like someone you used Got to it. know, and that is unfortunate. But that you know, every all of the things that truly made his son who he was are dead, even if the body still moves around and screams. All right, I got a twenty on my religion check. I assume I came to the same conclusion. Yeah. All right. In that case, I feel like Lena has perhaps uh, persuaded me it in my paladin ways to do what <laughs> to the think. father cannot. Mm-hmm. And this is presuming he is indeed undead and not, say, just sick. Yes. But yeah, it's weird. weird. He has has a bad cold. (laughs) (laughs) I need a flu. (laughs) I mean, he could be alive, but just really weird and creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. We don't kill people in Barovia for being... We've got questions for the priest about why he locked up his... (laughs) We don't kill people for being creepy here in Barovia. You guys would all be dead at this point. Um, All right. So so we tell the priest our intentions? So Father Donovich (laughs) is standing on the steps of his church, just kind of, I guess, thinking um, as you approach. You know, he's got a lot of downtime in his days, I think is what I'm saying. You, You come back around to the front of the church and he's standing there by the door. I'm welcome. I'm willing to take a shot at this, but my persuasion is negative one. So I may not be the best person for the job. But if nobody else feels like doing it, Crucible will fall. You'd have to convince Elavor if you wanted. You'd have to persuade (laughs) Elavor if you wanted him to persuade. Can I roll insight on the priest based on our interactions? Yeah. um, I'm also going to say that you have at this point. Uh, advantage on any persuasion related things with the priest because you have mm-hmm. you built up a rapport with him he sees that you're good people he's confided mm-hmm. some things in you yeah i i my primary goal is to see whether i think how i think he'll react if i think he'll do anything rash or like try to stop us or if i think he knows this deep down and would let us you know investigate sure i'm hoping it's the latter because give me an insight check uh that is a crit plus eight heck yes you know i i think that if you could use one word to sum up father donovich it is that he is tired he is so very tired and he has just been doing what he can to get by and you know he does not really he is he is a people that the few people of little barovia uh can trust in trust in him, and he does not have anyone to go to for help himself. And Aww. though he would be very reluctant, probably to you know assist in the course of action, I think you all are suggesting. Uh, I think he would be prepared to let it happen. Is that is that helpful, uh, Lena? Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. And she she conveys this that after thinking about it, 
Um, she thinks as long as he wouldn't stop us, um, she has no issue with telling him. Crucible's mm-hmm. willing to uh, to talk to the priest, too, as a fellow man of the cloth, or mm-hmm. not, person of the cloth. Yeah. Um, so Construct of the cloth. Yes. He'll go up to the the priest, lay a hand on his shoulder, and say, Father, now that we have helped you lay Ismark's burden to rest, perhaps we can help you remove the burden that you have been carrying. And then you stab him. <laughs> wow. This is that why we easy. can't have nice things. <laughs> wow. Um, you know, perhaps perhaps it would be nice if, if uh, someone were to take a walk with Father Don- Donovich while this happened. Like, take a walk? Maybe mm. Elevore wants to take a walk. <laughs> All right, I'll take a walk with Father Dongle boy and turn into a rat and sit on his shoulder closest yet all right so uh you know it's it's early morning elevor and father donovich are gonna go for a little stroll um he kind of avoids looking back over his shoulder at the church uh you know he has some things he'll chat with you about elevor uh meanwhile back in the church um we're gonna say that pony is outside now um sure Pony doesn't want to come down into the basement. Ponies can't oh go downstairs. Cannon. <laughs> so hungry. <laughs> so uh, wait, hold on, hold on. No, no. It is a trap door. It's not like it's a staircase. We got to pause. Mm-hmm. All right, so is it canon that in Big Barovia or Little Barovia horses cannot go downstairs? In Little Barovia, <laughs> horses can't go downstairs. <laughs> but in Big Local Barovia, ordinance. they can. We don't know yet. We don't know. Oh, like that's we are true, world that's building. True. Yeah. You know what? Okay. I'm totally fine with horses not being able to go downstairs because this is a pony. Mm. Oh, mm. Uh, okay. Can ponies go downstairs? <laughs> we don't know. But that is quote. You know what? You don't get inspiration for rules. I'm sorry. Lawyer. I'm not even there. Yes, thank I'm not you. Even That's there, right. So. No one is there because the pony is outside. <laughs> um, all right. Oh, God. So uh, the the screaming seemed to stop around dawn. Uh, but you gather mm. in the kind of ruined trash room of the church. Um, there is a swollen with water from the elements getting into this room. Little trap door here. Um, it's going to take some work to get that open. So, yay. I'm strong. Um, I, I, I'm kind of strong. strong. I got, you may yeah. be stronger than I am. Uh, I don't know. I'm plus Only three. one of you can try and force a trap door open at a time. I My strength, is, I'm, my strength bonus is plus four, so it's just a... Yeah. Straight up strength check. Do it up. Yep. Uh, 21. Okay. You have no trouble, uh, Broldish, uh, popping open the, uh, the trap door. Before, before they go down into it, uh, Crucible will take a, he's got sort of a, kind of a spear on his back and he will remove that. He will murmur something and place a hand on it and it's you see both a a rune on his forehead that you didn't notice before start to glow and then the spear start to glow slightly for a moment in uh sympathy with it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you can see down into the basement or undercroft of the church it's dark uh i can go first who has night vision i can cast uh, light I too if we need that okay um do we see any sort of reflection of the light from the room on the ground? Like, do we think that there's water down there? Uh, I mean, it, it seems damp, but there does not look like there's standing water in the in the okay. basement. You're concerned about property I, values? I do have dark vision, so I can go first, but I'm also... Yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> all right. So if you want to go first, why don't whoever is going to go first uh, move their token over? I made a little map to their right um, could uh, with the basement. Lena, drop a torch down there. Sure. Okay. So she would like to do so. Um. Oh, so it's there's yeah, a little I bit of expecting. drop, and then there's some steps. Oh, okay. Then she won't light the steps on fire. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Pretty fun that. as that sounds. Professional uh, yeah. adventurer, Lena Delina. <laughs> okay, so so she'll have a um, torch in one hand, at least unless somebody casts light. I can okay. cast light on okay. something. So oh. Lena, um, or you can cast it on the torch. That would be unnecessary. Um, <laughs> I, I'm well, carrying I a shield, so I will touch my shield and have it start awesome. to glow. Thank you. So let me just describe uh, the Undercroft, the basement of the church. It's kind of rough-hewn walls, because Dungeons & Dragons loves the term rough-hewn. It's carved out of the stone and earth. Uh, The ground is just kind of damp clay. Uh, The main... There's not really any kind of furniture or rooms down here. There's just these beams, pillars, wooden pillars that are holding up the the, uh, floor of the church above you. Um, kind of sags and strains under them. The pillars all look kind of damp and maybe a little rotten. There is a little bit of light coming in through kind of cracks in the floor. Um, and you can see it looks like some kind of shape moving around in the far corner opposite where you're dropping down here. I would like to use my divine sense. Um, so as an action, I can detect good and evil. And until the end of my next turn, I can sense anything that is affected by the hallow spell or I can know the location of any celestial, fiend, or undead within 60 feet that is not behind total cover. Uh, well, Broldish, you, uh, you detect an undead creature lurking in the corner of the church basement. Did we find out what the son's name is, or is he just... I don't hey, know. Sonny! Son Donovich. I, I, I know what his name is. I don't know if any of you asked. Um... No, I don't think, think we did. Okay, it looks like no, I didn't write. I think it down. we mostly asked, "Why is he screaming?" Is it, yeah, is it Chad? It's not Chad, Dan. Okay, just check. Chad Mark. No, so, there are no Chads. So I say, I say, uh, further everybody. down. There are no Chads in Barovia, Jane. <laughs> this list is growing really fast. <laughs> Okay, do we want to head further in? Yeah, Yeah. so I will tell everybody behind me, I will say, he is definitely undead. I can tell from here, which... Uh, Lena unsheaths her swords. (laughs) I've got my my weapon out as well. All right. And so you head deeper into the dark, gloomy church basement. You can see... Uh, some kind of shadow, or in the shadows, a a creature kind of darting back and forth between the columns in the far corner of the church basement. And uh, as you get closer, your your torchlight kind of flickers upon its face, and you see the gaunt, hungry face of a young man. But he looks relatively human, were it not for a face, a mouth full of sharp, pointy teeth. And he lunges at you. Will this horrible mm. undead nightmare kill four out of five of the party? Will Elevore have a nice chat with Father <laughs> Donovich for answers to questions <laughs> such as these? Tune in next time to Total Party Kill. Yeah.